bestie, a guy came by the shop. And I walked by it and I'm like, I immediately knew. I had had a lot of no-shows. If I said I'm ready, I knew it was for love. Never thought in a million years I was going to like fall in love. Over the course of like six weeks. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Hi there, hello there. Hey, how you doing? Welcome back to The Me Show with Michael and Esty, where we talk about everything from sunrises and sunsets to plants to spirituality and everything in between. This is our first episode, The Origin Story, for two different reasons, detailing how Esty and I came to meet each other from each one of our perspectives and our own stories and then of course number two how we came to meet you whoever you are wherever you are whenever you are in this exact moment this is a very special very special moment for us it is currently october 27 2023 sometime in the early evening we just watched a beautiful sunset about an hour or two ago, and we're on a beach 75 degrees out in October, New England. The New England folks will understand how big of an anomaly that is. And so we're here to speak about our origin story, specifically how Esty and I met at a cafe named Waffle Shot in Los Angeles in 2021, I think June 2021. And so without further ado, we're first going to hear it from her perspective, her Whatever she decides, her story leading up to it, and then ultimately my story leading up to it, and then finishing it off with how we met you and how we got here as a podcast and how we decided and received inspiration to call this The Me Show. Can I just spoil that? No. Oh. Okay. Hi. Hi, everyone. Go ahead. Hi, everyone. This is one of my favorite stories. I'm someone who could go on and on in detail. I have a detail about how we met. From your perspective. From my perspective. What was it like leading up to it? Ooh. Okay, so I'm a hopeful romantic. Always have been. Started off when I was about 12 years old and picked up that beautiful crisp book off the bookshelf, <laughs> bookshelf in Barnes & Noble. I bought Pride and Prejudice by Jane Austen. And I grew up reading the classics and all of the romantic that that entails. And so growing up, I had this beautiful ideal of a, of a man from a, from a novel, essentially. And the gentlemanliness, the chivalry of all of it. And so I was a social media hermit, essentially, in my later teens and early 20s. I am now 26 years old. And I was finally convinced by my friends to try out online dating. Now, yes, this is laughable for all of those of you who know me. I am the type of person that would say, oh, my gosh, I'm going to meet the love of my life in a bookshop or in a coffee shop. And we're going to bond over books and favorite movies and classic films and watching sunsets and going on bike rides and yes, I live in a fairy tale. I do, I still do. And so I had met people over the years, had a couple of situationships, we'll call them. 
And I finally got convinced after a long journey of healing to try online dating. It was quite fun learning about different men's lingo. Man, I feel like men have such interesting lingo online. I don't know if you practice these lines to yourselves or what you say, double entendres and whatnot. <laughs> but I swear, some of the conversations I was getting really would have made Jane Austen roll over in her grave. Let's just I'm say sure that. Everyone knows Jane Austen. Yes, yes, Very people do. <clears throat> Anywho. So I had tried a couple of these grand online dates um, in person and nothing was really sticking to me. Yes, I had and have high standards. And for all of you that out there who resonate with this or feel like it's impossible, it's not. Having high standards is perfectly okay. And it is amazing. And it is possible to find that person that will meet and exceed those expectations and standards. Be mindful that you're also willing to put in that effort as well. So after a couple of these fun dates that didn't go anywhere, I decided to be offline, off dating. Thank God, because that was the end of it for me. And it took about a month before I was back at the coffee shop, which I managed uh, at Waffle Shot in Los Angeles, the beautiful Grove Farmer's Market. And I was actually hiring seasonal workers uh, baristas and cashier persons to work at the shop. And I'd been swamped with different work tasks that my brother who was working there, my little brother, uh, gave me a call one day and said, Esty, a guy came by the shop. His name is Michael and you really got to talk to him. Um, he asked about if you were hiring and he gave me his name and number. Can you please call him back? I told him you would. And I, that was my wake up call because I had had a list of people from online indeed, from in person that came and gave the resume that I had to respond to. So naturally he was the first person. No, he was one of the first people I called. I actually called a few people prior to him. You have to understand everyone out there that if you haven't already been in a coffee shop in Los Angeles recently, there's a lot of young people. God bless all of them. A lot of people that are typically younger. I don't know what is up with the generation, 18, 19, 20 year olds that are just consistent rebels that that think everything you're saying to them is some kind of like affront. I don't know why I had a few people that were 19 and 20 years old that would have conversations about um, feeling like uh, that I was accosting them when I asked them to put their hair up when we were in a food industry and no shade at them at all. Just simply, I don't know. I felt like it was a very young-ish persona type of response. So anyway, I get this resume of a 21-year-old kid and I had been working with 21-year-old kids and I thought, okay, his resume seems up to snuff and I'm going to go in ahead and give him a call. Now, up until this point, I had had a lot of no-shows, disrespectful people, people who weren't calling back. I felt like I was chasing down people who wanted a job. So I decided to have different centers. So I gave this beautiful man a call and it was genuinely one of the most respectful conversations I've ever had with someone. So much so. No, no, you're good. So much so that I, we had spoken about other things other than the interview. It was slightly, we had a conversation about energies, right? And I believe we had a conversation about traveling or was that after i think that was after anywho he came in for the in-person 
trial shift. And when I saw him walking across the room, I'm not going to get all gushy about it. I genuinely felt like there was some connection there. Like I had known him, you know, those familiar faces that people that you've met throughout your lives where you think, oh my gosh, we've known each other our whole lives. It's kind of what I had had with him. And immediately he said, I see. And I said, Michael. And we were, yeah, we were wearing masks and yeah, we were wearing masks and he came around back and I was kind of walking him through the whole process and immediately we got into conversations about coffee, about traveling, about languages. And right off the bat, we had so much in common and he was so respectful. I was in shock. I was thinking this guy cannot be 21 years old. I was 24 at the time. And naturally, and I'm totally patting myself on the shoulder, I was very mature growing up as a kid. So I felt sometimes like a grandmother. And so when I was when I say meeting 21 year olds, I felt like at least 10 years their junior. So anyway, I had this conversation with him and we really, I think right off the bat, like really liked each other in terms of our bond, I felt. We had a great connection. We were very excited. We shared similar interests. We started talking about cold plunges and David Wim Hof and meditations and breath work. And we got really into it. And I think Leonardo da Vinci slipped in there at some point. And this was all within the span of a couple of hours. And thank Providence that I was in charge of training all of the newbies that I was working on shifts with them for several hours at a time. And so right away, we... We're on shift, sales were spiking because we had such a great rapport and getting to know each other. And mind you all, I was leaving to Spain for a whole year on a graduate program. Never thought in a million years I was going to like fall in love or have a boyfriend, didn't cross my mind. I didn't even know I actually loved him until I, it's spewed out of my mouth. That's a one point, three, three, four weeks later. And just to give everyone a little side information between meeting him and saying I love you was about six weeks yes it's one of those tales and spoiler alert here we are two years later so (laughs) him here's Michael's version that's how we met from Essie's perspective I share the same um, perspective except the introduction story it's so interesting I love reading novels a lot of historical fiction-ish, mainly about wars where two different people from two different times, ideally like, not ideally, but usually like the 1930s and the 1980s, usually World War II, come together and then they see how their story is connected. That's what I feel like this is. Estee's pre-story, my (laughs) pre-story, and then, or maybe story and Estee's story and then our story collectively. So mine, um, I mean, every story could start earlier than it actually does, but to keep it simple, I had 2020 studied abroad in France. And this was very new to me because I was raised in Boston, work, 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 do, 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 more, more, more. And then I go abroad to France in 2020 and people are drinking right after class and before their tests and it was very different. 5 p.m. you go out have a beer with a friend at 6 p.m. you have a test in chemistry it was very different and I got back and I'm sure there were seeds already there and I had really watered those seeds of desiring to drop out of college again internship later that fall that I actually literally paid to get they did not pay me I paid them to work there a couple grand it was very interesting (laughs) it's called start me up 
Um, no shade on the brand, but it was very interesting. <laughs> I don't believe they're still in service. <laughs> and I worked there as a in fintech, which is something I'd never really done. And I exceeded and I, well, I excelled at it and exceeded the expectations. And I thought, hey, I'm pretty good at this. I already have a YouTube channel that I love to record videos of myself on. Pretty good at that, too. What else could I be pretty good at? I had then transferred majors from biomedical to computer engineering because I could at least travel the world if I was in computer engineering, but not in the biomedical lab. And then I really thought with all those things together, if I'm good at these three things, entrepreneurship being the third, and I really don't like engineering, well, then what am I doing with myself? And ultimately, my mom randomly asked me in the morning. I didn't even tell her. She asked me and then I told her said you're not going back to college you or she said you don't you don't want to go back do you and I said so so filled with anxiety when she said that um not really that's literally how I said that uh not really and eventually it dropped out a couple months later um that internship was so to speak my last semester it was winter semester there so it was actually started in November to January and decided to go all in in my YouTube dreams at the time and move to LA. Now, 2021, February, I move in April 28th. I attend a few seminars. I get a coach who I hired for $6,700 collectively to teach me how to coach people. I get this vision of the time of this brand called Our New Energy. I'm sure every listener by now has pretty much heard of it. And so I move out to LA with this Our New Energy vision of, okay, I'm going to build a business on the side to fund my YouTube until I become a YouTube um, influencer and become famous. I get there. Um, my financial plan does not really work out. I got a few clients. They all dropped. And so I'm like three, no, like a month into LA and I have essentially zero money. And then I go another two weeks and I don't have any more money. <laughs> and so I'm like, well, I need to get some form of money. And at the time, what I knew was to get a job. Mind you, I very strongly despised working for anyone. You know, like I would like to make myself money before I make any corporation money. It's like, okay, well, a coffee shop is doable. This is all happening in my subconscious. But at the same time, I'm walking down North Abrea avenue right near hollywood boulevard it's a little bit south of it or on the bay i was a little bit south of it at a 24-hour fitness if it's still there that would be beautiful and all of a sudden i just look at the sky and i blurred out i'm ready either i'm ready or i'm ready for love if i said i'm ready i knew it was for love and i just felt it and so okay that happens now fast forward two weeks later i'm walking kind of looking for a job kind of not like seeing if there's help wanted signs anywhere but like really don't want to look for them but like knowing i should be doing it but like really being like oh, fuck this shit i'm better than the system and i went to the grove um it was back to the grove because my friends and i had explored a few times and i was like i like this place so subconsciously i was already warming up to it and i passed by this little 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 um coffee shop called waffle shot pink coffee shop called waffle shot and i see um a paper sign in blue pen that says either now hiring or like help wanted yeah that's what actually it said help wanted 
And I walk by it, and I'm like, I immediately knew when I walked by it, I'm like, I- I'm supposed to work here. But, like, my ego was not having it, or at least that part. And I walked by about a shop, and I, I stand in front of the shop, and for those of you who do this, you all know exactly what I mean. I did, like, a moonwalk, look over the shoulder, like, ah, I should go back there, should I not? Should I go back there, should I not? And I decided, I was like, I, I'm not going to be able to fathom my myself and my decisions if I don't go back. So I went back. I spoke with um, a little, what, 16, 14-year-old boy? 16, 17-year-old boy, um, who now I know as SD's brother. And he's like, yeah, I'll, I'll put it in in XYZ. And next day, I have a call with SD. Um to me at that time who's just like a um a girl hiring a manager girl hiring and i'm like okay i was raised respectful of course i'm going to be respectful here i get the call speaking to her in my apartment 1735 north of bray avenue the only one in the entire building that was different and i never told anyone anyone nevertheless a stranger this phrase i love your energy i never told a stranger i love blank especially i never told anyone anything about like energy like i'd never used that phrase before but i just blurted it out of me when i was speaking with sd i was like and i felt it i was like i really love your energy it took me back to when i heard it <laughs> we probably had a 20 minute call that yeah. took 25 minutes because she was obsessed with me <laughs> like he likes <laughs> It's true. What can I say? I'm very, 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 um, I will save that. So we go in, um, I don't know, the next day or two and I train and what she said about me walking up to her, I did like, Esty, Michael. And pretty much that's, that's the beginning of the story. I trained. I remember like being, I, I felt a lot of fear around not screwing up that a lot's an exaggeration. I felt a little fear around not screwing up that day. Um, but I made amazing coffees. I taught her about the variants of coffees and how okay. lattes, cappuccinos, so and macchiatos are very different. Okay, <laughs> I knew a little. I knew about it a little bit, and I think no, this is incorrect information. Okay, for the first time in a long time i had always felt this way professionally which was very interesting but with a person one-on-one i felt like i could really share my interests with someone who not only understood them but who also had them like i remember we discussed shakespeare and bach or not shakespeare um um oh what's his name beethoven beethoven yeah beethoven and bach and leonardo da vinci and travel and that intellectual nerd in me was sold. And then the coffee part of me that had always, this is a side note, I'd always loved coffee from when I was 18, I planned and still, we still are. Well, maybe when you're listening to this, we already have designed our coffee brands and cafes and et cetera. Um, but from when I was 18, I'd always loved coffee and cafes and been like, I want to work in one one day and then learn like apprentice my way up to having my own. And so working there was like, it was like, so many different parts of me got to be fulfilled and then the part of me two weeks earlier that i'd said i'm so ready over the course of the next six weeks up until the i love you was like there's this girl who's older than me who has the same interest as me who does not judge me 
who is actually pretty pretty, who in the course of the six weeks, two times we quote unquote accidentally held hands for a few seconds, (laughs) who I think likes me. So I'm going to tell her I think I like her too. And that's the beginning of our story from my perspective. So that's our origin story. And now we have our me origin story. Which stands for, if you haven't guessed yet, Michael and Esty, but it also collectively means each one of you, yourself, individually and as a collective, because we are all one. Something, the idea naturally came to us and to me. It's so interesting. Um, how, as Esty just said, we believe and we ultimately know it's so deep that everything is one. So when we say the me show, the me podcast, it literally means everything because it is all me. It's all you. You are the sun. You are the stars. You are the rocks. You are the plants. You are spiritual. You are all the knowledge. You are coffee. So we are here on the me show to discuss everything me, which guess what is everything. We're so excited for it. We had this, or at least me, (laughs) me had this idea come to me (laughs) throughout recording me number one. And so we're going to implement it here. I heard this first in the Jay Shetty episode, so I will give him credit. Um, But we're going to change it a little bit. We love to ask questions here. We love to have discussions and healthy debates. We don't believe in arguments here. So we're going to start ending episodes with a few questions. Hit or misses. So that... Every one of you, all the me's, <laughs> the me army, the me, the army. me collective, will be able to relate. And um, we'll also like have minions. a Q&A. So three simple yes or no, black or white questions um, with an explanation if you care to explain yourself at the end. So both SD and I will answer this, these questions as well as our future guests. Will. So first question, coffee or tea? Depends. You know I'm not going to say one or the other. You got to pick. Okay, tea? If you had to either get rid of coffee or tea once and for all, which one would you stay with? I'd stay with tea. Because tea you can kind of turn into coffee if you need to by making it like a latte situation. I'm a big, huge fan of London Fog Tea Lattes. FYI, everybody to make a mean cup. Uh, it's really hard for me to pick, though, because I'd love to have my cafe descafeinado con eche de avena in the afternoon. So really depends there. <laughs> Interesting. I'm going to go here with coffee. I was way exposed to coffee long before tea. Um, The first time being my mom's horrible breath. So coffee for me. (laughs) (laughs) At the time, it smelled horrible. Second thing, sunset or sunrise? Also depends. And I really... I'm a more early bird, so I'll go with sunrises. Because there's something beautiful about the possibility of a whole day and watching that transition and that cycle, essentially, in the mornings. I'll go with the sunrise, too. There's something beautiful about waking up even before the sunrise and hearing the birds chirp and seeing, like, a light, dark orange. Especially especially if you're from New England or another place that has the seasons because the sunrise is beautiful in the summer, the fall winter and the spring you get to see a different variant of the sun every season really every day but especially every season and the last black or white question 
Ready for it? Born ready. Uh, I mean, this is more open-ended. Um, but it is black or white because it implies that, like, this is the only thing and nothing else, okay? If you had to only have one law for human beings to abide by, it has to be very precise or else they can vary within a 10-word sentence. What What is the law? Okay, I'm counting on my fingers here if you cannot see me. Okay, treat yourself with unconditional love and others with unconditional love. No room for variation there. Booyah, As someone who excels job. at English, you could have shortened that the same way. No, because you said no room for variation. And truthfully, if you would have said it a little bit differently, if you said treat yourself with unconditional love and others, I don't know that it, the others could have been hanging blankly. Others with what? People could have questioned that. So I made it very crystal clear. In 10 words, I might add. So we, we schooled it. It's beautiful. What about it for you? Two words. Like, it's important to preface these two words because when people hear this, they they either have a negative or, like, a neutral reaction to it. But that it. doesn't count, then, because you said... Okay, then I might add... No room for variation, so no prefaces are accounted in this. Five, five words. Okay. Be yourself, live as truth. Live as truth you mean it doesn't have to be grammatically correct i could have totally changed it. well it is if you have a colon be yourself colon dash hyphen comma live okay. as truth Fair. you'll find here no matter what we talk about and we are going to talk about absolutely fucking everything we are all about unconditional love truth slash authenticity authenticity slash integrity to us at least to me <laughs> to me it's all the same next time feel free to answer the three q a's on the bottom we're all about interaction and all about a true strong loving community here so if you'd love to respond the space is yours i know you'll be able to on spotify i'm not sure on all the other platforms but either way you can also dm us your answers we'd love to hear from you genuinely not just saying that we will read them if you send me an email i will check it every day so to all the me's out there, me to me, to me, have the most amazing day of the entire soul's lives. We love you. We'll see you at the next episode.